Hey everybody, this is Brad Williams and I am the pastor of B4 Church. Welcome to our podcast. My prayer is that this would help you behold God, that you would see him for who he is, that you would belong to community, that you would be everything that you were created to be, and that you would be able to dream beyond the limitations in your life. So I hope you enjoy this teaching and we look forward to seeing you in person soon. Hi everybody, my name is Ashley and I want to welcome you to a special episode of the B4 Church Podcast. You may know that a little while ago, back in late July and early August, we did two extended weekend events for our youth, one for our high school students and one for our junior high students called Youth for the City. And at this event, um, students came, had travel in the morning, went into service projects during the day, and then came back in the evening for some fun and some more travel time. So we did watch a couple of review videos and service, and those are available online, and we'll make sure to have links to them here in the show notes. But we wanted you to hear some of the stories from some of the students themselves and some of the volunteers. So we hope you enjoy these stories from Youth for the City. All right. Can you guys tell me your names and then what grades you will be in in the fall? Uh, I'm Josiah, and I'll be going into my junior year this coming fall. Nice. And I will also be going into my junior year, and I'm Micah. Yeah, um, I'm Sophie Stitt, and I'm in going into 11th grade. Nice. Um, I'm Ella Frost, and I'm also going into 11th grade. Um, my name is Katie McCracken, and I'm going into 8th grade. Okay. Uh, my name is Chelsea Tay, and I'm also going into 8th grade. I'm Keone Mira, and I'm going into 6th grade. Um, yeah, I'm Trinity, and I'll be a junior this fall. I'm Eli, and I will be in the seventh grade. My name's Ben, and I'm going to be in eighth grade in the fall. Uh, I'm Gracie, and I'm going into I'm going into ninth grade. Uh, my name is Lawrence, and I'm going into twelfth grade, senior year. All right, can you guys tell me your names, and then what each of you did for Youth for the City? Sure. My name is Tina Meyer Nowell, and I was a group leader for middle school girls. Lori Miller, same role, middle school girls. My name is Raleigh Willard. I was a middle school sixth grade boy leader uh, and van driver. Um, my name is Grace Okoye, um, and I was a um, sixth grade girl um, leader. Yeah. But not many. Sure. My name is Kenzie, and I was a counselor. Nice. Yeah. My name's TJ, and I was also a counselor, and then I was doing some gopher things, which is just behind the scenes, and then also hosting and being weird characters for <laughs> for late night and entertaining <laughs> all of the students. All the How fun. <laughs> being wild. What service projects did your groups do? Um, we did a whole lot of different ones. We helped out at the Union Gospel Mission Women and Children's Home. Mm -hmm. We did Home Plate in Hillsboro. We helped um, with the J-Gang, I think it was called, mm -hmm. um, to help with um, some yard pickup. And we also, oh, I can't think of everything. Those are the ones that really um, came to mind. Oh, of course, the car wash. We oh, did yes. the car wash. Really yes. The car oh, yeah. Wash. That, was, that was a big one. Those are the things that I can remember. But we did a whole lot. And then we made all the blessing bags. That's what it is. That's so what fun. we did. What yeah. are the blessing bags? Oh, there were several different kinds we made for different groups. We did um, groups, let's see, Medical Teams International. Okay. We put some uh, bags together for those folks. We also did some for 
the homeless community. And then we put together um, wet refugee welcome packages. Okay. So, um, so just different little yeah. kind of like bags of supplies for different needs. Yeah, exactly. We also did the refugee um, kit, and we chose to do for um, a family with a baby, and that was the girls had a blast doing that. Um, also, the Portland Rescue Mission blessing bags, and our girls decided to focus on women. Um, with, homeless women and to do include feminine hygiene products and be really specific in that way they put a lot the girls put a lot of thought into that 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 was impressive um we also did the good neighbor house Mm -hmm. which is for families only that are um it's a, a place of transition for families that are needing housing and they can be there for up to six weeks and they're interviewed and screened prior um And we did outside work for them as well as um, organizing their laundry room, reorganizing some shelving, sorting baby clothes. We did the sorting of baby clothes and toys also at Northwest Children's Outreach, Mm -hmm. and that was really special as well. And then we also did the J-Gang and got to do yard work for a lovely lady here at the church, and that was really special too. My group especially did a lot of yard work. And um, it's so funny because it's like, it's hard to imagine like sixth grade girls doing yard work Mm -hmm. like every single day for five (laughs) days in a row. Um, But they had like a really good attitude about it. The other one I think that was kind of unique for our group was we got sent to um, a gentleman's house who was paralyzed Mm -hmm. and had inherited his house. He'd been living, he'd been living with his parents who had passed away and he was paralyzed and his parents were hoarders, and Ooh. there was there was a an immense amount of stuff at this yeah. house. And the city came in and said, "You have to deal with this." And he wasn't able to, just because of his physical. He couldn't yeah. like physically get down the hill to where all this stuff was. And he told the city that I can't, I I don't have the means to be able to do this. And it was the city of Beaverton who recommended he talk to someone at Beaverton Foursquare uh-huh. about trying to get that helped out. And so there's. I think it's called the J Gang. I'm not entirely sure. And so she got linked with him. And then our group, I think it was two or three of the middle school groups Mm -hmm. went out there and just rummaged through stuff. And we filled like an industrial size dumpster Mm -hmm. in in like two hours, completely filled it from empty to like bursting at the seams of just all sorts of stuff that had been accumulated. And you could just, by the end of the project, the barn that we were clearing out was completely empty the ground you could see was clear so that they could take the structure, which was unsafe, could take it down. Perfect. That's an, that's kind of a fun project for some sixth grade it boys. It was. It was <laughs> a lot of heavy stuff. Spiders, rats. Oh, yeah. We saw snakes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. No, nope. yeah. you don't want sixth grade girls. On that no. <laughs> I did this place called Birch Community Services a lot, and we went to this food bank and sorted food for these people that didn't have enough money to get food on the table every day, and they got, like, cheaper food. That was really fun. Nice. Um, At high school, I did a lot of yard work. (laughs) I feel like it was a whole weekend of hours and hours of yard work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was so fun, though, like, being in the sun with my friends. My girls, like, went to an elementary school, and they were setting up, like, playground spaced out games for kids coming back to school in the fall. So it was kind of like 
painting things similar to like hopscotch and stuff on the ground, mm-hmm. um, which was insanely warm because it was 90 degrees outside. We were <laughs> yes. painting on asphalt, um, but they had like all these stencils and stuff. So we were there for multiple days, like setting up all these games That's on fun. the playground. Yeah, my my high school boys uh, ripped up a bunch of weeds Fun. everywhere. We <laughs> tore down some old planter boxes at uh, All City Church. So lots uh, of destruction, which boys are yes, apt to like. Yes, gave them a shovel and <laughs> said, go at it. <laughs> so that was really entertaining and fun. And uh, with junior high, I had a, a group of junior high uh, sixth graders, and we made hope boxes uh, mm-hmm. for refugee families throughout the community. And that was super fun. We got to go to the store as a group and uh, buy all the supplies and then come put it back together. And uh, yeah, it was great. What was the most fun thing that you got to do? Oh, I'd say uh, late night was pretty fun. Um, yeah, we just played games. Um, they did skits. Um, yeah, and then also it was just fun, like, traveling in the vans each day um, with our teams, going out to each nonprofit or store. Um, we played music. We just got to hang out and get to know each other. That was really fun. We, uh, for uh, my group, we, one of my favorite parts was getting in the vans, and we were going to go, uh, we were going to go to the store and get a bunch of supplies. And we did a karaoke in the car. Fun. Like, we just sung, and, like, really loudly, too. Like, I think we might have worried some people on the streets that heard us go by. Were you good? A few people in our group were good. I wouldn't say I was the best, but. Um, this is, again, really hard to choose because a lot of it was really fun. Um. I think I'll have to go with the van rides, too, with my group, because we would just blast all kinds of sing-along music on our way to <clears throat> places. And it was just really fun to like bond with our group over songs. It's yeah. cool, yeah. Uh, mo- most fun part would probably be, for on, on the high school side, getting to engage with everybody else and just having that a fun mm. group time, just mm-hmm. that bonding experience with everybody. And then with the middle schoolers, I my the best experience was probably just seeing everybody's face while they worked, not in pain and agony, but like <laughs> in a, a mind of servitude. It was really fun just to see mm. all the students just working together in harmony and. I didn't hear a single complaint, which was amazing. That is amazing for a bunch of junior hires. No offense to them. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Gracie? What was the most fun thing? I think just serving was really fun. We went to All City also, and that was really nice. fun. It was a lot of weed pulling, painting, and just prep work to make kind of renovate it. I don't know. Yeah. And then just hanging out while serving is really fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, I'm kind of helping other people. And making their lives a little better and also having fun doing it with friends. Um, I guess there was like a lot of fun stuff. Like there was this slip and slide. There was an inflatable like obstacle course. And they gave, they had Chick-fil-A you could eat. Nice. Always like a good Chick-fil-A sandwich. How about you, Katie? What was most fun? Um, well, after chapel at night, well, I'm not sure if there was a chapel, but, um, there was like this silent disco party, I think. I did hear about this. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just seeing everybody have such a great time, just 
everybody was jumping around, even though some of us were listening to different songs and stuff. Yeah, explain what the silent disco is. Uh, so basically, um, you put on these headphones, and they have three channels, a green, okay. red, and blue channel. Um, I would say that the red channel is like a rock channel or like the 80s channel. I don't, I'm not really <laughs> sure. But um, And green and blue were just like the pop and modern mm-hmm. ones. A lot of people were listening to the red channel. Um, but just seeing everybody have a good time, some of them were singing out loud. I, I would admit I was one of them. <laughs> Lost my voice after that day. Um, so yeah, it was just really fun. So you all had headphones on, but you were mm-hmm. dancing to the yeah. same music together separately. Yes. <laughs> and I remember on that day, like if you were green, you'd go like, like you, there was a group of green, and then you'd go rock out with them. And then if you wanted to change, like say go to red, you'd go to the red group and then hang out. And then and that was fun. Definitely. Chelsea, what was your the most fun thing? Was it organizing the diapers, or did you have something? <laughs> um, it's kind of hard to choose a moment because they're all um, really fun. But I'm going to have to second to that silent disco party. Good. So thinking back over those four days, what was one of your favorite memories or favorite experiences from that weekend, long weekend? Uh, For me, I think the service projects were my favorite part. We had a ton of fun here. It Mm -hmm. was like camp without sleeping, so we squeezed (laughs) in a lot of fun. Yes. But I felt like the service projects personally were a blessing, and then also being able to see the kids um, get something out of it. So you know, there was a lot of physical work involved, like the the house, uh-huh. the backyard that we did. But just to see them working together and sweating and not giving up and just the thankfulness of the family that we were able to help just mm-hmm. was really touching. And then also just we also did kind of an organization project at a church where they mm-hmm. house the home plate in Hillsborough. And um, they were just so happy that we got to reorganize their kitchen and deep clean it and put everything back. And they were just so thankful. And the girls, some of the girls in my group just love sorting and organizing. That's like their (laughs) jam. They were so into it. And David came by to check in on us. And they're just like, hey, like whatever. And they just kept going. They didn't (laughs) really care that he he was there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They they acknowledged him, but they had their head down and they were just really into it. So it was fun to see them kind of find their strengths um, as they were blessing the community. Perfect. How about you, Lori? Favorite memory? Favorite moment? Favorite mm, thing? Pro- probably when our girls, when we were at Walmart shopping for um, the refugee care kit, um, they were approached by um, a homeless uh, a woman and her son. Mm. Um, I was still in paying, um, in line scanning, and I'm paying with, with, I think it was Chelsea and I. Um, and when we walked out, the girls had given all our water bottles. They had... Um, pulled money from their own pockets. Mm. Um, they had given all our snacks from our van. Um, and they were so excited. Yeah. I think the other highlight was um, that they they really wanted to give themselves away and serve. And middle school kids mm-hmm. really want to be, they want a purpose and they mm-hmm. want to matter. And um, and there's so much that they can do. Yeah. They, they really have so much to give. And so to be given that opportunity um, was very fulfilling for, for most of them. And it sprung into other conversations about um, what can you do next? What can you do here on this campus? Mm-hmm. 
you matter here and can make a difference for a two-year-old or a seven-year-old. So we're having those conversations about what are you going to do next, and it's pretty exciting. I think my favorite part of the week, um, it was almost like the somewhat monotonous uh, moments where we would be in the van and we would just be singing songs. Mm. And there was this one, <laughs> there was this one song from Tangled, When Will My Life Begin? And that was all <laughs> they were singing. <laughs> I had that song in my head for the next week. And there was one moment where we just all sang it in the car. And I'm so glad I recorded it. But it was just so sweet. And there was like a community of girls who just liked being around each other and having fun. And even when things got hard, they would sing the song again. And, <laughs> you know, when those those moments were really special and it was a really nice community. Yeah. Fun. We had just uh, left Target buying supplies for the Portland Rescue Mission, and we saw a guy on the side of the road with a mm-hmm. sign. One of the kids in my group says, let's go get him McDonald's. He goes, mm. Isn't, that's what this is all about. Yeah. And so flipped a U-turn, and we went into McDonald's. Using and we, your good driving skills yes, again. very good driving skills. <laughs> and so we, we pulled into the McDonald's, and we bought – we ordered a Big Mac, and we got him a drink. And then we pulled up and we had we hit a red light and waved the guy over and had him come over and I explained to him, hey, you know, my name is mm-hmm. Raleigh, Beaverton Foursquare. We've got some middle school kids and we're out like buying supplies for people from for Portland Rescue Mission. And one of the kids in, in our van saw you and wanted mm-hmm. you to have a meal. And so we gave it to him and he just he just lit up and he told us, he goes, I have a I have a daughter who's also in middle school. Thank you guys mm-hmm. so much. Um it that to me was the highlight of the trip because it it showed me the whole goal of this, in my opinion, was so that the kids' eyes would be opened up to mm-hmm. see people and see the world the way that God does, see themselves the way that God does and see other people. And as we were driving, for them to see someone who was in need and recognize this is a person that God sees mm-hmm. and would want to feel love and to immediately suggest to take action, like to do something about it, was really, really cool. And I think that became kind of a highlight for our whole group. It certainly was a turning point as far as like we shifted from everything had been silly to everyone mm-hmm. was starting to understand there's like some real good that can come mm-hmm. from what we're doing this week. That was, awesome. it was a great time. Uh, I think for me, like walking in on the first day, I could tell that my girls like were a little apprehensive with mm-hmm. each other yeah. and maybe had like. I don't know, a little bit of social anxiety or stuff going on just because they haven't been around like friends for a super long time mm-hmm. and or like peers from church and stuff like that. Um, so I was like, oh, I hope they like bond with each other. And mm-hmm. by like day two, like after all of the like serving and stuff, they were like bonding so fast. And so it was so fun to see how like doing tough stuff together mm-hmm. brings people together and like, yeah. Just them becoming friends was really fun to watch. Awesome. How about you, TJ? Yeah, I mean, I had such a good time. There are so many things that I could say. Going off of what she was just saying, like, it was so cool to see just, like, those camp friendships still be made. You mm-hmm. know, this was this was a big experiment for for the youth team, and uh, we didn't really know how it was going to, to hit, but it was so cool to see, like, young people just like still making those deep connections and uh, having fun serving and uh, being in the community. And uh, that was awesome. Uh, that was definitely a joy to, to see that. 
Uh, and then also we did baptisms after both weekends. Mm -hmm. And that was just so cool. The high school one, people were just like cheering for one another as they got dunked. And there was just a massive celebration going on. So that was, yeah, that was really special. Good. Thinking back on the week, is there a place or a time where you're like, wow, I really saw God in this experience or in this student, or I really learned something about God from X, Y, or Z? Super, very impactful. Definitely changes the view and like your perspective on things. Mm -hmm. Definitely so? with, um, I'd say by looking at your community mm -hmm. and how local things are. Mm -hmm. And it was, Israel was talking about how just a couple of blocks away that there are families that are really in need mm -hmm. and that it's not just Beaverton where is all like a fancy, not fancy, but like super, what is it called? Well, well it's not like, like, like it's right here, like where you can surf. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. he, he was talking about like, it's like a block away from the Nike campus. Yep. Yeah. Most people think it's like, uh, like farther than that. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's really like not. across the world to surf. Yeah. But now you can do it locally. Yeah. yeah. And there's many, many nonprofit organizations that you can help out with. Um, at junior high, one of my girls, we were at All City Church, and we were going to start doing yard work after we listened to the sermon. And she was like, yard work again? I, I don't want to do yard work. I, I just did that yesterday all day. I'm, like, exhausted. I don't want to go back out in the sun. It was, like, 95 degrees that day, too. Ugh. And it, she was like, I don't want to do it. And I was like, well, just remember that you're doing this through God and for others. And then she went out, and she was one of the best girls out there. She was just working hard all the time. She was doing it all. And then afterwards, she said, that was really fun. I really enjoyed doing that for the other people. Feel free. Um, I think it was really cool to just watch all the kids have fun, like even at high school, but like especially at junior high. I think this past year has been so hard, like being separated and like to just come mm -hmm. together and like have fun and like— I just think God is in the fun. Like, I love mm -hmm. that because he is. He's there. He's playing bat. He's just, like, around when you're playing basketball and stuff. And I, I thought it was really cool to watch all of these junior hires just, like, get connected through Youth for the City, but then continue to, like, have fun and, like, enjoy themselves doing everything, like, playing, but also through yard work and all this other stuff. So I thought it, that was really cool to see God in the fun also. Yeah. I remember, um, like, the first day being a, there being a chapel and this guest speaker was up and she was talking about the sins of this world. But what really hit me and intrigued me was that she said that the world is broken because we are broken. Mm -hmm. And just the truth to that is so much. And being broken, it's undeniable in the human race. So, yeah, nobody can say that they haven't been heartbroken once. Um, I could really see God in just everyone who worked really hard. Um, and just like the amount of work that they were willing to do without being asked and having no questions at all and just doing the work. And um, yeah, I mean, like, I think that seeing God in each of every one of them was a really good thing that I have not really been exposed to, I feel like, especially in the outside world. And um, yeah. 
Um, I could definitely feel it in worship. Like everybody was singing like really loud and like I could feel the energy of God on me and I felt like that was like the best moment I could have had. Medical Teams International has a museum and um, it, it goes through um, people who are in impoverished situations throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you have um, demonstrations of what 25-foot um, waves from tsunamis look like mm-hmm. and how they affect them. You have people who, um, who literally like their treat or their Christmas um, meal is like, oh, I get to buy corn and apples. Like that's such a treat. And you just see like how impoverished people are throughout the world and yet um, see how much joy they have at the same time when people help them with the tiniest things. Mm-hmm. And I think the girls really saw that. They were able to see that there is so much more than the world around me. Mm-hmm. There's so much more than my own problems. Um and yes, we have our own problems and God can help us. But um, he, there was one, um, ver- uh, one thing that um, I think TJ said, um, another leader, and she, he said, um, like, let's, let's ask God to fill us up so that we can overflow for other people. Mm. And that overflow can help people in, the, in, in so many situations. So I think that's one thing that I think not only just my cabin, but like literally I feel like every middle schooler was able to leave and be like, there is so much more than the world around me. Mm-hmm. And to have vision for what God may have for them to do around the community. Mm. It was really special for me to see students come into Youth for the City with like really low expectations. Mm. Um, there was a lot of my guys that were that were disappointed um, mm-hmm. th- at the beginning that like it didn't look like normal camp. Uh, it was a day camp and not overnight. There was a lot of students that were like really bummed about it. Um, mm-hmm. I have sophomores um, and so they haven't experienced right. s- the summer camp in their mind that they grew up mm-hmm. thinking about and wanting to be a part of. Um, it was really cool for me to see them go from kind of disappointed and a little standoffish to the whole idea of change at the beginning. And then the end, like some of my students got baptized and mm-hmm. were just gushing how much fun they had. And uh, one of the things that my student says is uh, he, he was like, I never knew I could have fun serving other people. Mm-hmm. And I think once you make mm-hmm. that connection in your faith um, of like, oh, man, like, Part of following Jesus is serving those around me. Um, and it not only serves them, but it does something in my own heart and my own relationship with God. And so, yeah, that was really cool. Nice. I love that. Uh, I think, like, something I've noticed with this generation of students is that they're, like, highly aware of all of the, like, political stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But, like, beyond the awareness, they have this, like, drive to be involved and to, like, make an impact. And so I think, like, going into the camp, I think some students were a little bit concerned that it wasn't going to be fun um, because it did look different. But I think that they were all, like, really surprised by how, like, alive they felt being able to, like, I don't know, kind of, like, 
really deep, like dive into this mm-hmm. like desire to get involved and to make a difference. And so I think it was really cool to watch like, I don't know, them like coming alive in that way, but also like we don't serve to get blessed, but God's goodness and like blessing all of these students through like the service and the time that they were putting in was so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, anything else that you guys would want people to know about Youth for the City? Or you can also answer this question if it's more helpful of if for next year there is a student thinking about should I go or not, what would you say to them? You can answer either of those questions. You have choices. I had no idea what to expect coming into this, coming into Youth for a City. And honestly, I wasn't that excited. But yeah. after attending the camp and being able to serve, it really was eye-opening. And I think that it would be a great experience for just about anyone. Yeah, and I'd say to also change your perspective on, like, how you think about God, like like how you can like serve him because mm-hmm. like, like they always talk about like okay now go like he, he always gives a benediction mm-hmm. but it I don't know it like like this is how you can play it out if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah um if a student was thinking about going or not I would say that they should definitely go because one of the best thing is just like going and serving others with God like with through God and just serving with your friends, it's so much more fun than you think it would be. Like just, do, oh, I'm gonna do yard work all day. Like, I don't wanna do that for four days. But then like, it's not like that at all. It's so much more fun. And you'll just, you'll have a blast and you'll grow in your relationship with God a lot. Nice. Um, I, a lot throughout the weekend, we talked about like showing up and like mm-hmm. how that one of the most important things and one of the easiest things is to just show up and be there like ready for God to come and meet you. And I think that Youth for the City gave a really good platform to just show up. So if you're thinking about it next year, I would say come, just show up. We are going to have an amazing time. I would say 100%. No hesitation. Um, definitely go. One of the funnest experiences ever. That's a good, strong answer. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say definitely. <clears throat> definitely do it. It's It's hard work, but it's... It's really rewarding, and it is it's the most at peace I've felt in, like, a long time after it. It was really, it was 100% worth it. I would say yes, definitely go. It's, it's like camp, but it's such a different experience because you know you're impacting, you know, your community. It's not just about you and, like, playing games, and which is all great. You know, it's great to have that community um, within our church, but to go out and serve um, for Jesus was really impactful. Um, I think I would tell someone like, you know, God blesses those who go out and have a heart to serve and bless others. And uh, often it's more gratifying for you even than sometimes than the people you're serving. Like you get so much out of just being able to give. And um, so, yeah, I would say definitely do it. Uh, Something cool and, uh, well, cool and not cool, but each each day, we started out with six campers in my uh, group, and each day, one of them just sort of disappeared. And oh. one by one, it, 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 by Monday, there were only three of us because three others had, like, family things to do mm-hmm. and, like, family events, travels, whatever. 
And so we were just left with three campers at the at the end of the week, and all three of those campers got baptized that day. Oh, that's awesome! And that that was an absolutely just life changing thing for not only the campers but for me. I could yeah. just feel the presence of the Lord in in that space when we were just baptizing them. It just felt really just compelling. Like, oh, you just did something right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, for me, I think it was really meaningful just seeing all a lot of my friends got baptized or just people I know. And I was like, that's like an amazing decision that they're just showing everyone that they've dedicated their life to the Lord and just like want to change. I think I would say that oftentimes middle school kids feel like they don't, they're not usable. They don't have a a function with God's bigger picture that he's always looking to adults to be the ones to be a blessing or to take action. And I would just say that I think the takeaway for so many kids was that there's no age limit on God's, um, there's no age limit on God choosing to use you. I think one of the things that I want to say is that it was just a blast. It was a lot of fun. It's the first time I've done middle school youth leading stuff before, and they're just a really fun age group. Mm -hmm. And I also felt really blessed to learn more about the nonprofits in our community Mm -hmm. that I didn't know about or maybe just heard about. For example, we did this mother and children's home through reading gospel mission, something that touched me and also made me really want to contribute to these people in the future is that it was the only home in the whole county where moms can have their Mm -hmm. sons with them past age eight. Mm -hmm. In all the other housing areas, once your son is eight, you can't live there anymore. In that place, the boys can stay all the way up through age 18 if they're Mm -hmm. in high school. I had no idea that was even a thing, and that just killed me. Um, And so I just feel like there's a place I can give my time or money to in the future. So I learned a lot about a lot of different organizations during the week. That was just one. Good. Yeah. Good. And as always, we would always invite people into the middle school ministry because middle schoolers are amazing. Mm -hmm. They have so many hopes and dreams and they're capable of so much. And um, they're really a privilege to spend time with. Yeah. They're there's, there's many that are going to change the world one day, oh, yeah. and they're starting it now. So mm-hmm. join us. It's Middle school is a blast. We hope that you enjoyed hearing all of these different stories. I know I had a lot of fun recording with the kids and just hearing about all their experiences, and I hope you really enjoy listening to what they had to say, both the students and the volunteers. If you want more information about how do you get your student involved in our junior high or high school ministries, we'll have some links for you in the show notes um, of where you can go to find out about upcoming events um, and their weekly gatherings as well. If you're interested in volunteering, if this has inspired you to want to be middle school or a high school leader, whether for special events for like Youth for the City or just in general. We'll also have that information in the show notes as well so that you can look for that. We hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you haven't already, we highly encourage you to subscribe to the Before Church podcast. Being subscribed means that you automatically get special episodes like this um, delivered right to you, which is super convenient. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed on Spotify or iTunes so you never miss an episode. And we hope to see you guys soon.